This is a diet of Brussels. What does David Cameron want to achieve in relation to welfare reform? This is the fourth bucket of his uh, renegotiation strategy. If you go to episode 56, you can hear some more general thoughts uh, about that. Now here, uh, David Cameron, I, I think, has got a, a number of different areas, and this has possibly been the area of uh, renegotiation that's probably been most high profile within uh, the public domain. So talking here about uh, limiting the access of EU nationals uh, to the UK, so that might be uh, having longer transition periods for new member states. It might be about having... Uh, limit on access to benefits for up to four years after arriving in the UK um, and uh, restricting the access of, uh, benef- of dependents to benefits uh, if those uh, dependents don't actually live in the UK. Now, all of these really stem from a, a perception of a problem that uh, EU nationals come here to the UK that they then are... Uh, taking up uh, valuable resources, either in terms of benefits, but also access to uh, health provision, education, uh, which means that uh, the state is, uh, most positively framed, stretched in its ability to meet uh, increased demand, and most negatively framed, uh, depriving uh, UK nationals of uh, what is rightfully theirs. Now, Cameron's not uh, at that worst end, but certainly he's highly uh, aware of the difficulty of the immigration debate more generally in the UK, a perception uh, backed up by his failure to meet his own target in terms of restricting mi- migration, uh, that actually the UK is uh, going beyond what it can support, and that uh, given that he can't stop free movement because it's a core value of uh, EU membership, he now has to think about other ways he can limit the impact or make the UK less attractive to those coming. Now, all of these uh, ideas that he's floated are rather uh, undefined, uh, unprecise. And there are a number of issues here, and I think it's it's fair to say that this is uh, probably the most unambiguously difficult package of what he's trying to achieve. Other member states are really concerned that these restrictions on uh, benefits, access and welfare reform actually, in effect, undermine free movement, um, which is not going to be acceptable to them. So, uh, having said that, it's also clear that there's a a very ambiguous uh, field of uh, behaviour here, that actually uh, one of the reasons why the UK... Uh, might find it difficult to make changes is the structure of the benefits that it has. That the uh, Court of Justice uh, in Luxembourg has been quite clear that actually there is access to welfare benefits if they are based on salary contributions, that if it's based on uh, pay-as-you-go, that then, in effect, uh, you have access to that whether you're a UK national or a national of another member state. Now, for Cameron, his his issue is that he looks across the channel and he sees lots of countries which don't have the uh, welfare system 
that uh, you have here in the UK. So to take the obvious example, the National Health Service is funded through general taxation, um, whereas in many other countries it's funded through a contribution system that you pay social insurance, you pay health insurance to collectives and combines, and that uh, they then provide uh, free health care uh, when you use it, but you have to use it on the basis of your contributions. Now, it's easy to structure contribution mechanisms in a way that, uh, in effect, you have to be living in the country for a period of time before you can access it, which uh, would achieve the same goal and would be legal under EU law. But uh, reforming the way the NHS is funded is uh, very much a sledgehammer to crack a nut. So there are issues here which are not least uh, legal issues about the ways that uh, these things might uh, operate. But also there are political ones. How much is David Cameron going to try and force this issue with his uh, counterparts? But also importantly, and we've talked about this in relation to uh, national parliament's roles, how much is this actually uh, a problem that the EU needs to solve? And how much is it one that the UK can solve itself? That, as we've seen, the Conservative government has not been averse to a radical restructuring of the benefit structure with the introduction of uh, the universal uh, system the, that uh, in Duncan Smith has uh, brought in and is bringing in. So the structure of that potentially is something which might be looked at again uh, and it's something that could be done by the UK government uh, by itself without having to get into renegotiations. So in all of these things, we might wonder again how much uh, this actually shapes the renegotiation and how much it's actually something that is uh, going to be uh, rolled up with a domestic agenda.